Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today, we're featuring a What's Hot in Housing crossover episode, co-starring Mortgage Marketing Radio's Jeff Zimper and HW Media founder and CEO Clayton Collins. In this episode, the pair discuss the latest developments on Joe Biden's proposed first-time homebuyer tax credit and whether or not the housing market is likely to crash in 2021. Thanks for listening. Hey, what is up, listeners, viewers? Jeff Zimfer coming at you, host of the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast. It is time for another edition of What's Hot in Housing. Woo! Yeah. You know what? It's been a while since we've been here. As a matter of fact, last time we went live talking about what's hot in housing was St. Patrick's Day, and I've only just now recovered. So. Ah! That just deserves a little, uh, yeah, James Brown there. So we've got some hot topics. Today, as you know, we're talking about what's hot in housing. And today, I'm very pleased and honored to bring to you a very special guest, Clayton Collins, CEO of Housing Wire. What is up? Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, man. I know you got a busy schedule, and it's wonderful to have you pop in here uh, as well. Normally, we have Sarah Wheeler, who she's amazing as well. You're kind of chief chief editor, chief content yep. person over there. So we're mixing it up today, having you. All right. Um, by the way, for those who haven't yet subscribed to Housing Wire, please subscribe to Housing Wire. They've got tons of great information. It's partly how I stay educated, and uh, you should know they have a an option for you called Housing Wire Plus if you want the deep dive on all the juicies. That's where you get some more of the good content there to help you be educated in your career. All right, Clayton, we're talking about a few different things here today. Are you ready to dive into our topics? No time like the present. <laughs> let's do it, man. So let's talk about one of the latest involvements that have happened, and that is a bill to help first-time home buyers. You know, a lot of people are saying, do we need to help first-time home buyers anymore? Tell us what this is all about. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think anytime. Every election, I think there's a, a a bill or a conversation that comes up around first time homebuyer tax credits or uh, or other types of incentives to help get first time homebuyers into homes. Um, uh, very uh, politically favorable topic to talk about, but in in mortgage circles, it, it brings up the scenario uh, or the conversation. What what exactly is this? We're talking about a tax credit. We're talking about a grant. This one is definitely not a tax credit. It is a grant. Um, but there's some dynamics that that make it. I don't know. Maybe a little less exciting for the the housing community, or maybe it feels a little unnecessary for the housing community, but but still has some some positive components. So so this. Grant is down payment assistance program um, is very focused on uh, a segment of the population that is is tested for need and doesn't have family members or parents who have owned homes. So I'll get into the exact, exact details here. So the proposed down payment assistance program is means tested based on income and limited to those who have not owned a house in the last three years and neither of the borrower's parents may have owned a home. And that that qualification is waived if the parents lost their home to foreclosure or short sale. So this is a uh, a very specific program. In our coverage of the article, uh, Dave Stevens commented to to our journalist Georgia, who who covered the news, 
that uh, the these these qualifiers really shrink the the size of the program, um, which you know might be exactly what the uh, the housing industry kind of needs. Do we need a, a broad based first time home buyer program that really adds gasoline to the fire? So so there's two big perspectives here. One is one is the positive of this. So this is great PR for the administration. Uh, from a housing economy perspective, it's likely has a little impact, but the impact that it does have will likely be for the right people. Um, so, so a net positive, not not a not a bad thing. Um, sorry, let me uh, let me turn off this part of my uh, alerts that keep hitting my screen here. How is that? Um, but the, the other side of the argument is: um, Does this down payment plan? Uh, just pour more gas on the fire, which is a which is a rapid home price appreciation, um, low access market uh, for for first time home buyers already. So um, hey, there's more money out there for first time home buyers, but but hey, things just got more competitive. So does does that really help you? So there's two ways to look at this. Ultimately, I think for the housing economy, um, this will bring more first time home buyer interest to the market. But many of those people who come knocking, asking about this program are unlikely to qualify. Um, uh, so that's the scenario. So some positives that might generate some inbound calls, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to take LOs being informed on the topic. So borrowers can't make more than 120% of the area media income where they live. Um, if they're in a high, qual, a high, inc, high cost area, that goes up to 180%. So depending on your market, you have to know the rules. Like, uh, hey, are you a 120 or, or a 180? Um, you have to know the, the median income. And I, I'm confident that uh, while LOs are not the folks that are going to be submitting, these, these these grant applications, they are the ones who are going to field the questions, um, which uh, you know does re- just put another education and knowledge requirement on our originators who are already stressed for time. Hey, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking, and you know this because you're a savvy social media content guy. This is a great opportunity to create a video for you loan officers, right? Answering the questions. Hey, have you heard about the new homebuyers grant? Who qualifies? Who doesn't? Boom. Get that so- on the social so there's a few uh, folks out there. Uh, I don't even know this this guy, but I'll, I'll give him a plug. He runs a TikTok handle. I think it's called My Mortgage Guy. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely messing that up. It's a TikTok handle. And this this gentleman, he did a video on this article and then did a follow-up. And I think last time I looked, the first video had over 3 million views um, on TikTok. And the follow-up had about half a million um, so, uh, so spot on with the idea of creating content around this, um, clearly in certain circles, first time home buyer incentives are, are an incredibly hot topic. And I think the, um, the, the younger demographic and in, in TikTok is, it's likely one of those demographics that wants to know about these first time home buyer tax credits. Uh, so which is the reason I think that played really well on, on TikTok. So they got to go to their parents, those people on TikTok and go, hey, have you bought a, you know, the, are we, we own this? <laughs> so the most popular comment, one of our team members went through all the comments and one of the most popular comments was, can I disown my parents? How do I disavow my parents? Like, and like, can I divorce my parents? And like people feeling um, left right. out because right. they... They grew up with the social advantage of having parents with a with that owned a home, which I'm sure they were grateful for at the time. But when it comes time for a grant, um, doesn't really work in their favor. So Andy's asking, is this legislation already approved? Um, uh, I will drop. No, no, it is is not approved yet. Okay, so pending approval. Stay tuned, Andy. If you got some customers there, and also I'm not sure if you mentioned, but the uh, the dollar amount is 24k, I believe, which they get at closing. Is that right? 
Uh, I believe it's actually 25. Oh, oh, 25. Sorry. An extra grand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. $25,000 first time home credit, uh, first time grant. And uh, it is the lawmakers published the draft version of the legislation last Wednesday. So uh, it's supposed to go into the U.S. House Committee on Financial Services that, that Maxine Water, Waters chairs. Um, we kind of I think we're expecting that uh, in the in the coming weeks. Um, the reason we talk about it today is that, uh, yes, this hasn't passed yet, but rest for for sure that consumers are already thinking about it and talking about it, even though it is not in legislation yet. So um, the education starts before it's actually a reality. Yeah. So once again, the takeaway from here, you know, um, most won't qualify. It will probably generate some inbound questions for you. It's just def definitely going to generate awareness for the average consumer, you know, who watches the news and all of that, that kind of stuff. So your opportunity, loan officer, as you heard, create a video, um, enter the conversation that's already happening in people's mind, and you'll get, you know, benefit from that. Cool stuff. Okay. So let's talk about the next topic on our agenda here. Uh, housing inventory is... Ladies and gentlemen, starting to recover. Is that, do we give it a half clap, full clap? What do we do? Is it really? <laughs> Come on, Colleen. What are we talking yeah. about here? So I, there's a, one big important thing to pay attention to in 2021. And that is a, is a rule in your head of be cautious of year over year statistics. We are in a April of 2021 right now. Let's all take a, a flashback to where we were in April of 2020 when uh, many of us thought the world was going to end. And right. uh, the question wasn't, uh, hey, do we have enough housing inventory? It, the question last year at this time, 12 months ago, was are LOs essential workers? Are real estate agents allowed to show houses? Can appraisers go out and do an inspection? Like these were literal questions like, do, can the industry continue functioning? So, um, Construction companies and builders were also asking themselves those same questions. Supply chains got got messed up. We all, we all know that it's part of the compounding factor of why one of the many compounding factors of why inventory is low today. Um, but we have to be very cautious of year over year metrics. So so we're going to focus in on um, month over month and and some long term trends. One of the really positive factors in in this recent report is that the number of permits for, for single family homes increased 4.6% 4, 4 since February. So since pr prior month, we're, we're start, starting to see permits pick up. Um, mm -hmm. This is a great sign, but we also know that new home inventory is not, uh, permits that are taking out in April are not ready for sale in, um, in June. So it doesn't really solve our, uh, our, our 2021 problem, but it does mean that that builder confidence is there and they're taking out permits despite some of the headwinds they face, a, a big one being lumber and building materials and, and labor. Um, anyone who's uh, listened to me talk in the last month or two or, or follow the, the the input side of the housing industry industry closely um, has heard about what's happening in the lumber market. Um, the price of lumber and materials for an average new home is up about $24,000 compared to the same time last year. Um, so you're, you're talking about houses that used to spend 40 to 50 K on lumber now spending like 70 to 75 K on lumber. That's a massive percentage increase. Um, lumber is the, is the gold of, of 2021, um, which just puts another stress on, uh, on housing inventory and, uh, potentially a, a factor that makes it harder for builders to build affordable new housing stock. So, so you might see that new housing stock coming in a, in a little bit higher territory um, than a lot of planned community and new home developments have in the, in the past, because that's just what it 
takes to, to break even and, and have a profit on, on some of these projects. Um, but, uh, yeah, where are we going on this one? Inventory. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting better. Um, housing, housing starts ended 2020 on a high note. Um, the, uh, the permits are going up like, like we just talked about and there's starting to be some, some indicators that, uh, there's more inventory coming on market. Um, uh, in, in the coming months as we get closer to summer. Uh, Larry Yoon from, from NAR provided some, some commentary on this and, uh, and the positive for the, the housing industry is that demand is so high in, in most markets that 20% more inventory, which is, which is what he's predicting, um, will result in 20% more home sales. Uh, so it's a one-for-one one correlation that you don't see in most markets. Wow. Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but was there a timeline he had around that 20% forecast uh, increase in inventory? I'll get back to you on that one. I don't have that note in front of me. (laughs) No worries. That's what I do, man. I keep people on their toes here. Remember a lot, but not everything. Yeah, no, you're doing awesome. You're doing awesome. So, (laughs) oh, uh, Andy's asking about regional insights. I don't know if we have those. Obviously, real estate is local, local. so I don't know if you want to have a comment on that, Clayton, or no, we don't have any regional insights. That's cool. Uh, I, uh, there's a lot of regions. Um, we, we do yeah. some re- regional yeah. coverage. Uh, <laughs> so it's just Andy to, to check out Housing Wire's real estate section for that for that local market view to see. Uh, I, where, where Where is Andy? Do you know where he is? He's in Georgia. He's in Georgia. Um, I hear Hello. Athens is hot right now. But no, Andy, I don't have uh, regional stats on uh, on Georgia right now. But I'm happy to pass that question over to the newsroom and see if we can get some coverage up there. So somebody's asking about where they can find the – I love this. This wants to be a high C loan officer on the DISC profile. Uh, the exact verbiage of the 25K grant. I know your article on HousingWire yeah. is really good about that. Yeah? Yeah. So um, I, I don't know if I can, can – I, can I drop here in the chat? Yeah, yeah, man, go ahead. You got a link, please. Yeah, um, this is saying private chat, but uh, I don't know if that goes through. Just do it to all, um, or we'll post it a link in the replay or something. But anyway, this housingwire.com, right? There's where the articles are. That's where you find a lot of the good info. Um, if you want some of those more more, more specifics there. Um, and, and, and to make it even easier, uh, this topic is, the reason it's number one on our agenda today is because it is, hot, hot, hot with the audience. Um, so if you go to our homepage, we have a section called trending news. This is literally a trending algorithm of, uh, based off momentum and, and readership. And, uh, it is the first article on there. It's been the first article on there for the last six days. So if you go to our homepage and go to trending news, um, here it is a bill to help first time home buyers. It is the, the, the full version of the proposed bill. Love it. So go to Housing Wire Trending News. That's where you find those details. Um, and I've got a question for the audience uh, for participation. Somebody, we might just have a lucky winner, might win a free copy of the book. Uh, whoever wins. And don't lie. Ladies and gentlemen, how, what's the most offers you've seen on a home? Put your answer in right now. Of course, anybody can fudge the numbers. 73, right? <laughs> I'd be curious to see what the most offers on a home wins first one to answer actually wins free copy of my book there we go i see it came in right here who is it 28 
28. Wow. Whoa. Unbelievable. So you are on Facebook and you have not allowed uh, StreamYard to see your name and who you are. So I can't identify you. But if you would like to identify yourself, please enter your name or contact me. DM me on Facebook, Instagram. You know how to find me. and Let me know who you are. We'll get you a free book. <laughs> Disrupt or die. Survive and thrive. The digital real estate shift. Kerry Cobb says 33. Andy says 80. Somebody beat the first answer with 40. Unbelievable. What? Okay, come on. Now these numbers just aren't true. 114, 122. Somebody really, they want, really want your book. This is good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sherry Clark, I see you say 114. That's, what are we seeing here? Sonoma County is crazy. Yeah, no doubt. Wine country. Go figure, right? That's what they're doing, drinking wine and submitting offers up there. <laughs> All right. That's good stuff. So let's- everybody already, they learned how to drink in Amazon and order stuff uh, at, late at night after a few glasses of wine. So now it's translating over to the housing market. Yeah, exactly. The real Amazonification of housing. Yeah. And Andy asks an even better question. He's curious about how many offers are over list price. Hey, 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 that is the real question right there. And that's insane. I mean, I'm, you know, I have a lot of people in uh, Southern California and I'm seeing a hundred thousand over asking like pretty regularly, you know? And Sherry says, it's, uh, it's all about the wine. It's wine time anytime. Right. All right. So, uh, let's switch to our last topic. We save the best for last ladies and gentlemen, Clayton Collins, tell us why the housing market will not crash in 2021. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, by the way, before you get to it, I want to set this up because I know you know this too. I don't, I don't have the stats right in front of me, but the, the percentage of increase in searches or whatever on Google or YouTube of like how many people are searching that term, yeah, it's crazy. 2,000% increase or something. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the Google uh, analytics number was uh, a 2,400% increase in the, the search term for, for housing crash. Uh it, we were we kind of laugh when we saw this published um, by CNBC and other outlets because uh, we've been seeing the same trend inside of our our on-site search the the search term for for housing crash um, and but one thing that that we have an advantage on is we have some some known audience data so we can kind of see the segments of audience that are searching for that type of term and uh, it's not all um, it's not all consumer we're also seeing segments of like our our um, uh, real estate investor audience, like search for those terms. So I think there's uh, I, I think as Logan uh, Motoshami likes, likes to call some of these searchers, the, the housing bubble boys. I, th I think that a lot of the search activity is coming from the, um, the folks who bought well during uh, the housing crisis in the REO market and are, are thirsty and hungry for, for that dynamic to come back. Um, so we definitely have a little segment of that audience in, in our, in our housing wire audience and uh they're, they're waiting for that business opportunity that um the data just isn't really supporting that, that that's going to come so if sarah was your guest today she would be able to like be, be the be the journalist and just show the fact tell you tell you the facts um since since i'm a, a banker turned media owner i'll just I'll share my my view and my view is hell no the housing market is it's not going to crash and and i'm fortunate to have logan to back me up with with the data and, and some of the insight on um on, on that perspective. So it, it's very clear that this is a, a seller's marketplace. That doesn't necessarily um, make it a bubble. 
And uh, in, in Logan's view, it doesn't even make it a booming sales demand cycle because what we still have coming up the pipe in terms of demographics just keeps getting better in terms of bringing um, new buyers to the market in terms of, of household formation. And uh, there's a lot of parts of this uh, market with rapid home price appreciation and low inventory that that like p- give off bubble like symptoms. But the uh, the fact is the the demographics are are what's really driving this. And uh, the folks who were projecting out what to expect in terms of housing demand in 2020 to 2024 saw this four to six years in advance. It just happened to like everything in 2020 happened a little bit faster than people expected because of the the acceleration that was that was brought forward by COVID and all the changes that happened in our economy over the last year. So um, the the story is, is, is all about inventory and demographics, not really about speculative demand, which we saw so much of in, uh, in the last the, the, the cycle that was the, the housing crisis. One, the one I lived through. Um, yeah. So our Facebook user here has a it just backs up what you're saying. Best demographics in history, lowest mortgage rates ever. The perfect storm in a positive way. Right. Um, and, and now with the economy kind of coming back post COVID, the job market improving, all these factors coming into play. And then, of course, there's the psychological demand or or, you know, the the, the when you see everybody else buying a house, your neighbor, your friend, whatever, everybody's jumping. Up, right. That whole crowd mentality just kicks in. And now everybody's like, I just want it, you know, yeah. I don't care how much over asking it is. Um, so once again, folks, that's how you want to stay informed. Uh, Logan Matashami, who's been on this show, gosh, at least twice. He's been on my podcast. Uh, you know, go check his article out uh, on uh, Housing Wire, why it won't crash in 2021. Here's why. Um, even though there are appraisal gaps and bidding wars, still not going to be a housing crash. So again, here's another idea for you to get informed and create a video with that that topic, that headline, let's pause and do a little marketing teach for for a moment. And I know you get this as well. You know, speaking of the Google searches increasing twenty four hundred percent of housing crash. If any of you here are, you know, you ever get stuck with, well, what do I post? What do I share? What do I say on social media? You know, there's this thing called newsjacking. Uh, Clayton knows that very well. Which is whatever's the big story in the news, you jump on that story because your story is going to come up right yep. higher in the search and all that kind of stuff. People are going to notice it, like that white Lexus you just bought. Now you see a hundred white Lexuses everywhere, right? So if you, I've talked about that topic a few times with with Dave Savage and other folks, and I, I look at our place at, at Housing Wire in the market is to keep professionals informed and and bring them the information, insight, and perspective. You need to be effective with with clients and, and referral partners and, and to run your business. And uh, what success looks like for us is that housing professionals turn to us every day. And if you take that information, take that content and share it with your uh, referral partners and share it with your consumers, whether that's in one on one conversation or through social media, um, that's a win. And we did our job and, and helped you run a better business. So like, I, I love when we see professionals in the industry um, take things that they read on Housing Wire and, and use that to, to further their career and the ed- education of their clients. So we, we, we love that theme. Absolutely. And, you, and there's a ton of content. Uh, if you're ever strapped with content ideas, I'm looking at the Housing Wire page right here and there's like six staring me right in the face, yep. let alone we've given you a few here today already. Uh, by the way, real quick, we have uh, identified the winner of the book, Jessica Sherrill. Lucky winner. She DM'd me on Facebook and I just looked at it right here, Jessica Sherrill, with shockingly movement mortgage. 
There's no fix there, folks. It's just, you know, congratulations on the first one. She's fast on the keyboard. Jessica, I know your mailing address, so I'm going to get you a copy of that book. Um, hey, by the way, before we go, we have to, of course, do my favorite meme of the day. Love this. Welcome to the 2021 housing market where cash is king and appraisals don't matter, right? <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So listen, before we go, I want to check the comments. Last questions, thoughts. Great. I'm getting some smiley faces. Yes. Kip Pearson, the reticular activating system in full effect. You know, you know. We got a fan of Logan's out there. They're, they're giving a shout out to Logan on this. Uh, so before we close out, people... Uh, we want to remind you once again, Clayton Collins, right, CEO of, of Housing Wire. If you haven't yet subscribed, do so. Go there. And you know what? Pony up for the Housing Wire Plus because not only do you get Housing Wire magazine, you get a deeper dive on the content, not just the teaser content, but right, a deeper dive, the full yeah. articles, all that kind of – you want to go ahead and take over? Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't call it like the teaser. I mean we're, we're doing – like we, we've been covering news for, for free access to the housing community for, for – 10 plus years and we'll still cover the daily news every day. What we do with HW plus is, is go a level deeper. And uh, so the, the daily news will be the quick hit. We'll get it to you the day it happens. But the next day when we go deep and talk to a dozen, half a dozen sources to really get the, the, the 360 view that that's our HW plus content. And um, I, I don't know if I've shared this, this stat elsewhere, but we're um, we'll invest over $4 million in content production this, this year and, 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 and journalists and, and storytelling and uh, HW Plus is a big part of, of how we can, can fuel attracting great journalists and content creators into the housing economy and, and, and growing together. So that, that's our strategy. Awesome. We need to be educated today, right? We need to be able to, to provide a meaningful, intelligent answers to the objections, questions, noise that people come at you with about what they're seeing and reading in the news. You know, get the housing wire. You can get some facts. And then, and of course, don't forget, um, with the HW Plus, you get access to uh, some of your uh, live events or virtual events too, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And for the next one coming up is how... HWEngage.marketing in, uh, in June, which is uh, the mortgage origination marketing world. And uh, a few more coming up later in 2020, 2021. What year is it? 2021. <laughs> you ever stop and you're like, did you ever try and remember 2020? And you're like, <laughs> there's not a lot. Not, not, not much is coming up. <laughs> hey, I mean, we, we, uh, we, we bought a, uh, another company and launched a, a new business and, and hired 25 people. So uh, 2020 is a blur for me for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. And then, then some people just block it out. So anyway, listen, uh, we are out of time. Clayton, I very much appreciate you for being here and being our special guest for uh, What's Hot in Housing for April 2021. And uh, listeners, you know what to do. Hey, check out Housing Wire. Check out the book if you haven't yet. We got to bring that up for you one more time. Get DisruptorDie.com and make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. So Clayton, we'll be in touch. See you on the next one. Everybody, bye for now. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing Housing Wire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Elsina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. That's a wrap for today's episode of Housing Wire Daily. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and join us again tomorrow.